Welcome into Instant Analysis. This one following the Alabama Crimson Tide's 59-3 win over New Mexico State Saturday afternoon at Bryant-Denny Stadium. The Crimson Tide now 9-1 on the season with everything to play for in the coming weeks. Back to conference action next week when Arkansas visits Tuscaloosa. And, of course, the regular season finale at Auburn. Wow, a stunned bunch of Auburn Tigers on the heels of that uh, incredible comeback by the Mississippi State Bulldogs down on the plains, almost simultaneous to the Alabama-New Mexico State game. You had a historic comeback for Mike Leach's team in a win over the Tigers. But for Alabama, its latest win did not come without a price or two. In the postgame, Nick Saban updating the media on the situations involving second-year running back Roydell Williams, who went down with what appeared to be a knee injury at the end of his lone carry of the game, an 11-yard pickup there in the first half. And then also in the opening half, you saw JoJo Earl, the true freshman punt returner and also wide receiver, go down with an apparent lower extremity injury of his own there after being tackled on an abbreviated punt return attempt. Two heavy losses it could be for the Crimson Tide. We'll talk about how those situations could impact Alabama here in the coming weeks. Also, DeMarco Ellums, the veteran safety, goes out with what looked to be a lower extremity injury of his own. Now, post-game, in terms of how Saban prioritized the injuries, it sounded as if Roydell Williams' situation could be the more serious of the three. It doesn't sound all that great for JoJo Earl as well, but Saban said he didn't think that Earl's injury was as significant, perhaps, as what Roydell Williams sustained in the win. And oh, a big day for the Alabama offense. You sort of anticipated this, given the quality of competition and also an offensive line that, at least with Chris Owens at center and Damian George at right tackle, had a full week of reps to sort of prepare. Unlike last Saturday night, when those guys were shuffled or thrown in there mid-game, uh, you were able to get that group some work. Now, there was an additional change also to the offensive line, and if you paid attention to the roundtable, the premium message board there with us at BamaOnline.com, late in the week, you saw Charlie Potter on the message board indicate to us that there was a real likelihood that Tommy Brown would get the start at left guard because Javion Cohen dealing with an issue during the practice week. And that is exactly the way it played out. So you had Tommy Brown at left guard, Chris Owens at center, and also Damian George at the right tackle position. And for the most part, that first group was just fine. Again, it should have been against this New Mexico State defense. You're talking about a unit in terms of rush defense and also sacks somewhere down around 100 out of 130-ish FBS teams, FBS defenses out there. So took care of business accordingly. I thought the first half was especially clean. Uh, obviously, early in the third quarter, you didn't like seeing Bryce Young with the latest strip sack that he sustained. This time, it appeared as if Brown maybe gave up a little bit of pressure early on the play and you had a high-low type of situation on your quarterback, and you never like to see that. Forget about the turnover. That's the second in as many games for Bryce Young in a situation similar 
to what we saw with pressure off the right side of the Alabama offensive line. More importantly, especially with the events of the first half from an injury perspective, you were just thankful to see Bryce Young get up and healthy all at once for that matter. So offensive line, again, a big part of the storyline throughout the practice week and played pretty much penalty free throughout the game. Uh, The one sack of Young was not good to see once again, but you did like seeing the run game go for 247 and three touchdowns, didn't you? Yeah, Brian Robinson with a 63-yard touchdown run in that mix. That nearly tripled his longest run of the season to date to sort of put to get put into perspective that 63-yarder. So good to see Brian hit the home run uh, in the game. Nine carries, 99 yards, two more touchdowns for Brian Robinson. He has just been on a run here in the last six games in terms of scores, 12, 13 total touchdowns getting close to 15 total touchdowns during that stretch for Brian Robinson. Trey Sanders with Roydell Williams going out in the first half with that injury. You did see Trey Sanders a good bit there in the second half, 12 carries, 66 yards, a long run of 12. Thought the offensive line, both the first group and then as they transitioned into twos and even a little bit of some third-team guys seeing action there in the second half up front, did some good work for Trey Sanders in the run game. Uh, I wouldn't say he came off as a especially confident, confident or assert, and or assertive at times, uh, but you still see the natural things that he brings to the table. In addition to the size, the the instincts, the visions, uh, the vision. Uh, not multi, if you got more than one vision, you're really a hell of a back, right? Uh, but Trey Sanders with some good stuff there, and we talked about this on the BOL podcast late in the practice week with Charlie Potter. I posed the question, is this the week we see cross trainers in-game at running back? And it turned out to be the case. As Demoy Kennedy, previously of the inside linebacker position, carried seven times for 16 yards in the second half. Christian Leary, three carries for 22 yards. Uh, Leary also caught a pass or two in the game. I think it was just one. I think he lost some yardage on that one. Yeah, that's where he took the big hit out in the flat for a loss of seven yards when Paul Tyson entered the game at quarterback for for Bryce Young. But, yeah, the running game needed to see the ball go through the hoop more than a few times on Saturday, and they got just that. Four different quarterbacks in the game. Bryce Young with another historic kind of performance, throwing the football 21 of 23, 270, five more touchdowns for Bryce Young. Paul Tyson, 6 of 8, 43 yards. Uh, Jalen Milrow gets some run there uh, in the second half. Uh, And even Braxton Barker, the veteran walk-on. Good to see Braxton get an opportunity in a game situation to see the field. So four quarterbacks play for Alabama. 13 different receivers involved in the passing game on Saturday, including some guys of that first and second year variety, whether you're talking about Javon Baker, uh, Treshawn Holden, uh, Ja'Cory Brooks. I thought Holden and Brooks was noteworthy in that you saw them in the first half, right? And they become even more critical when you talk about that mid-rotation. If JoJo Earl is indeed out for an extended period of time, you need a fourth, fifth, maybe even sixth guy to go along with Jamison Williams, who was absolutely – 
incredible once again in this one. Six catches, 158 yards, three touchdowns for the Ohio State transfer. Just averaged 26.3. Seems like every week Jamison Williams is averaging north of 20 yards per reception. John Mechie, six for 48. You know what you've got, obviously. Jamison Williams can score from anywhere on the football field. I think John Mechie, if you're talking about possession plays and a guy that really gets it done also from a physicality standpoint as a blocker out on the perimeter, he's your guy there. You know, Slade Bolden, very much the third guy right now. But it was good to see a return of the tight ends to the end zone. Cameron Latou early. You saw Jalil Billingsley late in the first half after a drop, you know, Bryce Young, 21 of 23, one of those two incompletions, a drop by Jalil Billingsley in the end zone. But they go right back to Billingsley on the very next snap, which I thought was very much wise uh, to not let him sort of go forward on that note. Say, look, you know, you're, we're going to get you going one way or the other. So we're coming right back to you, whether that was by play call with Bill O'Brien or it was just Bryce Young saying we need this guy down the stretch we gotta do whatever we can to try to get him back to where he needs to be that was a positive I thought as well so offensive side of the ball solid strong performance the injuries you don't like to see that obviously and then defensively you had some hiccups maybe early in the game a couple of explosive plays in the passing game for New Mexico State to kind of get things going but you know, Jalen Armour Davis, the right side of that secondary, the safety level, they were picked on a little bit. Malachi Moore on those first couple of possessions. But once you got past those two plays and the early stages of the game, back end really settled down. Will Anderson does what he does. That's sack the quarterback. Two tackles in the game for Will Anderson. Both of them sacks. So uh, that's efficiency, I would say, when it comes to – uh, rushing the quarterback. Continue to see really good stuff from Dallas Turner at the other outside linebacker position. Um, you had a, a takeaway that you forced, credited with Christian Harris producing the forced fumble on the play there in the first half. I thought maybe Henry Toa Toa got a knee on the football as the second guy in. Either way, both those guys in position to make a play. Justin Aboigby jumps on the loose ball, the Alabama defensive end so you produce another takeaway the only one for the Alabama defense in the game Alabama even in turnover margin when New Mexico State only been one game this season as I wrote late last week that Alabama has been on the wrong end of turnover margin and you guessed it it was in that loss to Texas A&M but similar to the offense you play a ton of guys you end up with seven sacks in the game been a run of sacks here for this Alabama defense, which is good because you know Will Anderson is going to probably give you multiple per game, but you need some other guys to step forward and, and do some of that for you as well. Drew Sanders with a sack uh, at the outside linebacker position. Dallas Turner with a sack, as we talked about. Uh, I thought the inside linebackers were, were good enough in the game uh, with Toa Toa having a sack of his own. Uh, LeBron Ray with a sack. LeBron continuing to be a big part of the Dime Rabbits package, typically to start games. You see him as maybe the lone defensive lineman on the field in that look. It's linebacker heavy as you sort of anticipated it would be going into the season. Um, so negative play production wasn't much of a problem. You had five pass breakups in the game for Alabama. 
with those five coming from five different players. Jalen Armour Davis with one of those in which I'm sure he would tell you that should have been his third interception in three games. It wasn't. It went off his hands. Alabama in that second quarter had a chance for multiple interceptions. Jordan Battle uh, in coverage on one play that, you know, a deep ball that he may have had a chance to to get his hands on. But uh, defensively, again, once you got past a couple of the early hiccups, guys like Brian Branch, Malachi Moore, perhaps this will give them some confidence moving forward that you're going to need with guys like Traylon Burks coming up for Arkansas as early. Well, not as early. They're coming. Traylon Burks is coming next week, ready or not. Special teams, uh, the injury again to JoJo Earl cast a serious malaise over that phase of the football team. Slade Bolden did step in at punt returner and had a return of 15 yards. You had another block punt for this Alabama special teams unit this time with Christian Leary getting a hand on a punt from Josh Carlson, the New Mexico State punter. And uh, you hate to see that with JoJo Earl. It's a situation on that return where it was a great punt by Carlson, by the way. And in retrospect, you ask the question, is that one maybe you should fair catch? But, you know, there's also the the part of it where you're, you're trying to protect him on the, cover, on the, on the return. And um, New Mexico State had a free runner on that play, pretty much from the snap. Dylan Zolizzi, Dolezzi, uh, linebacker for New Mexico State, uh, just had a free run down the field. It, again, it was a great punt. It was the imperfect storm from the Alabama perspective. And uh, so things happen uh, on special teams, almost in a similar fashion to what you saw a year ago with Jalen Waddle just on a kickoff return at Tennessee instead of a punt return. So pretty solid all-around performance. Things get real. Championship season gets underway starting next week with Arkansas in Tuscaloosa. Alabama then makes the trip, of course, to Auburn for the Iron Bowl. Wow, what a different sort of feel that game might have with what we saw on Saturday afternoon from Mississippi State in that massive comeback against the Tigers at Jordan-Hare Stadium. 28-3, that was some uh, Falcons-Patriots-ish, wasn't it? 25-point deficit Mississippi State comes back from, and Auburn's got to go on the road to South Carolina. Uh, next week. So not exactly a Southern Conference Saturday for the Tigers before they welcome the Crimson Tide uh, in two weeks. But again, Sam Pittman's team, I think, going to be in a little different spot than it was a year ago when Alabama went out to Fayetteville. That was a seriously depleted Arkansas team. We'll see what happens on Saturday night in the battle for the boot with Arkansas and LSU, but I would venture to guess that this will be an Arkansas team that Alabama sees this time around that is a good bit more whole in terms of roster status than the one Alabama faced out in Fayetteville a year ago. Hey, keep it locked to BamaOnline.com throughout the weekend. We're going to continue to have post-game coverage for you right there at the website. And, of course, we always encourage you to subscribe to this, the Bama Online Podcast. If you haven't already, do that for us wherever you consume podcasts. If you'd leave us a rating and a review while you're doing that, we would greatly appreciate that as well. And even if you've already subscribed, if you wouldn't mind going back and leaving us a rating and a review, hey, we appreciate you 
as well. That's going to do it for instant analysis on the heels of Alabama 59, New Mexico State 3. Travis Ryer, hoping you have a great rest of your weekend. So long.